Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, this is Trent McDuffie, and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. KCSP Kansas City, WDAFHD2 Liberty, always live on the free Odyssey app. One o'clock hour, Cody and Gold here on a Monday. Now we're talking, Q. I can, I can, this, compared to 11 o'clock hour, I can handle this. I can, I can get back from break with this. Appreciate that. Q's in for Drew today. Text line 913-586-7610. You guys could always interact with us. Have we ever learned why Cody has been arrested? Yeah, he's told the story. We've talked about this. The mailbox incident. I've had a couple of run-ins. Mailbox with... incident of 1997. Huh? I've had a couple of run-ins with the law over the years. Mailbox being the most notable. Um, I, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. that was the one that required yep. um, more than just like, you know, a, a quick lawyer to take care of the problem. That required like, you know, you had to like uh, do community service and stuff. I'll never forget that community service because, so I got like, a, it was a pretty small amount of hours. I don't remember what it was, like 30, whatever. It was a very small amount. Lawyer was good. Nice job by him. Didn't have to do that much. But, like, the very first day I was doing a community service, this guy popped up. I was doing, like, harvesters. I was, like, packaging up stuff for people. The very first day, some guy rolled into the building. Obviously, the other people was like, hey, if anyone's willing to come over to this location and do this instead, I can offer you double. I will sign for double the amount of hours. And I'm like, am I allowed to go with this guy? And they're like, yeah. And so I love that guy. And so I did, like, four hours of work there, and he gave me 10. I was like, Sweet. I'll see you again, like, next week or something. Like, dude, if you want to work me double the hours, I'm going to get this done in no time. I, I don't think he's allowed to do that, but that guy obviously needed help back at the, the warehouse. So, problem solved. Text son, what a badass. What an outlaw <laughs> you are. Uh, yeah, that's definitely what everyone thinks of me. <laughs> Coming up in uh, definitely my vibe. eight minutes or so, you'll hear, you want to hear what Russell Wilson had to say. Uh, yes, it was cheesy. Yes, it was corny. Yes, it was ridiculous. Very Russell Wilson. Uh, all, all of the above. Uh, that's coming up in just a couple of minutes. But on Friday's show, the salary cap was announced during the show that more of an increase than everybody thought, $253, $254 million instead of 
uh, just the $243 million. So it was a much higher salary cap. And so naturally everybody's like, wow, well then they can just keep everybody or go sign everybody. I think it matters more on keeping in-house guys than it does mean anything they can do in, in free agency. I think it matters on retaining someone like T. Higgins if you're Cincinnati. It matters someone like Chris Jones or Legeria Sneed. That's what we talked about on Friday. So sure. you were thinking that there's also a side effect here a little bit that stings if you're one of the contenders and you're, you're trying to stay there. I think it left the window open. I'll say something for Cincinnati in the sense that I already thought they probably had a two-year run left on their window gold, just based on the fact that Burroughs' check hadn't really started to kick in and they hadn't had to start paying Jamar Chase yet. But now I think it adds a year to theirs. So I think their window is probably three years now. And Buffalo's window was closed. Like, in my opinion, Buffalo was done. I had told you last year when we were picking division winners, you're like, I'm surprised you went Buffalo. I said, now Buffalo's got one last gasp left in it. And then after that, somebody else is going to start taking over the reins in that division and start controlling it a little bit based on their cap situation. They are still way in the red in the cap. But getting 15 extra million dollars in the cap, you can outrun it again. You can restructure four different deals, cut one or two guys. And I think the Bills window, which I thought had closed, now has at least a year maybe two years left open on it against Kansas City. Honestly, truthfully, I think that what this cap thing did to the AFC is left it as the same three teams in charge for a while. It's still the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals as the primary competition in the AFC. Take a gap, and then you can start throwing in teams like the Ravens and below. If the Ravens want to consistently win, we can have a different conversation. But they've only recently come back to relevancy. The, the teams, though, that already were slated to have some of the most cap space, you know, they're the top three or four, the Texans had, were slated. Commanders. Commanders. For those teams, it, it probably stings a little bit because, yeah, they also get the increase, but they were such there was such a gap between them and everybody else that they were just going to be able to do way more than the limitations. And now what you're saying, even with the Bills, the, the limitations aren't going to be uh, as strong as there would have been with the old cap. And I, I, I said 253, 255 and a half, um, 255 and a half million dollars is where the, the number is going to be, uh, which is, is significantly, it's the biggest increase we've ever seen. If they're the doing it in one year, they're going to, next oh, year is going to be again. massive yeah, too. It's going to happen again, at least for the next couple of years, uh, while they're getting some additional digital streaming rights. And then we'll see once international money comes in, even more international games and I mean, there, there's always some new avenue they're going to try. more streaming exclusive games yeah. next year. The, the only way the cap goes down or barely goes up is when you have a pandemic. That's what happened after COVID. That was it. You guys remember it went down. Or a 15, massive recession. 15 or $20 million. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a, another question of whether or not the NFL is recession-proof or not. But um, I think it's the pandemic is the only thing that's really uh, hindering the, the cap from, you know, the cap went down $20 million or $10 million the year after COVID. For those wondering about the stadium stuff, the Kansas City Chiefs did just send out an email letting people know that they're going to host a press conference to present initial renovation concepts for Arrowhead. There we go. It's going to take place on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Clark Hunt and Chiefs President Mark Donovan will speak at that. That'll be our first chance to get a look at what their plans are. I don't know, Bob, in the morning show, we're talking a little bit about the fact that the Royals and Chiefs both are claiming that they had had more money on the table from other counties or as big of commitments from a tax perspective, but that they wanted to stay in Jackson County. I told you, and I'd asked last week, I'm like, clock's ticking. Like people can vote right now on these stadium things. You need to announce kind of what your vision is for it. Can I give you a little, I, I don't know why, I guess we could have talked about this on the air. I have personally seen a couple of the ideas for what they're planning on. So I've got a general sense 
of what this will look like on Wednesday. And yeah, there will be, look, some of it is just going to go to stuff you're never going to see. Straight up tell you, some of it's not going to go to stuff you didn't see. But some of the artist stuff that I've seen in the early going is going to change the feel of the outside part of Arrowhead specifically, I feel like, is where you're going to feel that change. And then some to the interior as well. But at least on Wednesday, according to the Chiefs, we'll get our first look in inside the stadium. What do you want to see, Gold? What do you want to see? Yeah, so there'll be a Q&A. We'll take place at the conclusion as well. So we'll, we'll probably carry some of that on, on Wednesday's right show. Right start the show. Might be, right, when we get on the air. Um, yeah, what do I want to say? I mean, look, we when we had Mark Donovan on, on Radio Row um, and Clark Hunt, we, you mentioned the exterior situ- situation around the stadium, specifically the parking lot. And will they add in, you know, a little mini stage or something to the parking lot area? You know, I, I was in Lambeau this year. You and I talked a ton about that trip going up to Lambeau and, and what they've been able to do with an old venue uh, and add title town all that. We're not going to get a title town per se, um, like we, we, we talked about maybe. But um, I, I for me, the, the ribbon board is fine that they have. I still think they could do a massive upgrade with the video boards. Um you know, the, and I don't know if that's what will be included or not, but having gone to some, like, heck, even Lambo just put in this past season two massive screens. Like, seriously, the, the quality is unbelievable and they're massive. The Allegiant ones were amazing. I, I think they could do a massive upgrade if they wanted to on the video boards. I know that's extremely pricey and maybe that would take up way too big of a chunk of the renovation money. Um, but that's what I would like to see. If you compare uh, AeroVision uh, to uh, to what some of the other stadiums have, it's not anywhere near. I think I would really like, and they've given some like vaguity to this. We go back to this with um, the Royals and stuff like that. I'd like them to announce what their full renovation budget is. I know vaguely what the numbers will be if the sales tax thing gets approved right. in April. How much, this is the same thing. Look, you can call it hollow if you want. But John Sherman has made it clear that his plan is to put a billion dollars into this project or a billion and a half dollars into this project and that everything that you don't fund through the sales tax, here's the dollars that I'm putting into this project to make it complete. What is Clark? What is the ownership group for Arrowhead planning on putting it? Is this a billion dollar project overall? Is this a billion and a half dollar project? And I think we'll start getting some of those answers on Wednesday. But honestly, it's just like anything else. What's your favorite? This is rendering time. Wednesday is absolutely (laughs) rendering time. We're going to react to what we see and what the stadium stuff looks like and whether or not you like the new vision for it. Yeah, and I know they they, back in 2019, the the Chiefs put in new LED panels for the the current video boards, but because they wanted to keep the iconic shape of the football or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, or Arrowhead, I, I still think they need a bigger screen, but they probably would argue that we just upgraded video boards four years ago. I, but by I'm, the time the upgrade's done, it's going to be ten years. You know, it's going to be ten years old. My 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 biggest, and again, I've I've seen a few, and I like I like the vision. I'm not going to pretend like I don't. And we can have a bigger conversation about it on Wednesday, but when everybody can see it, so I'm not just like generally conceptualizing for you. But when you when you think about what the stadium's going to be, it is important to me because I think you and I agree on this. I think Clark Hunt knows Arrowhead can't last forever. I don't think that that's what he thinks about his own stadium and that eventually there would be a new building in the place. And look, I I think there's a decent chance that had FIFA not come in and given them a bunch of money to do this stuff, they might just be building a new building. They weren't doing FIFA and all the money coming in there to do renovations to the stadium already coming in through the, because there is the world soccer federation stuff. They might've just thought, eh, maybe it was time to move on anyway. But like, I want it to feel substantial in the chain, in like the feeling of the stadium in a way. 
if you're going to try to ride out 25 more years like this lease suggests. Because I'm still thinking in 25 years that they're building a new stadium. Yeah, that was the that, that was the huge issue when we were discussing um, not the the sales tax extension, but just they're asking what, for less time. What makes sense? You know, you have the Royals who are going to do a 40 year lease and commitment to Jackson County if this passes, and you got a 25 year commitment from the Chiefs, and the sales tax will still be going on past the 25 year lease for the Chiefs. It'll still be going on to pay for the Royals. And so, yeah, in 25 years, I understand it's a long time from now, but at that point, are you asking for a new tax to stay in Jackson County to build a new stadium then? Is that when you go over to Kansas at that point in time? That's always my issue, just putting, you know, whatever the dollar amount is on the renovation to Arrowhead, and you're right, we don't have the exact dollar amount. Whatever that dollar amount is, putting that kind of money, which is going to be a bulk of it, taxpayer money, if not all of it, we'll see, um, to renovate, yes, an iconic venue and, and one that we all cherish here, cherish here locally, um, but I think it's the fans and the atmosphere that yeah. make it great as much as anything. And does it make sense a stadium that will be, you know, what, 60-plus years old by the time the renovations are done? Yeah, ish. And then with another 20 years riding out after that, it's not insignificant. I mean, again, 80-year-old stadium, then maybe you decide it's too historic. Let's pump as much money into the infrastructure as we need to in order to sustain it. But. I still just don't think it's going to go that way. Sky Fox over on Twitch, they said the first thing they want is better locker rooms, player facilities. Remember that player survey that came out that said they aren't good at any of those things? They already did upgrade their locker rooms a little bit. They did. But also, right now, your draw doesn't have to be we have the nicest facility. Mm -hmm. Your draw is Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in championships. But isn't that why? Not from a player perspective, but this was the whole argument, though, why to build a new stadium instead of renovating is you, you are the kings of the NFL. Why not build your palace now yeah. versus in 25 years, which let's be honest, like is enjoy the ride. We're on 25 years. Patrick Mahomes is long gone. You could be, you could have you Mac know. Jones level. Yeah. You could quarterback play you, at that you time. Could you stink. Know? And at that point, you're going to be asking for a new stadium. I just, I'm stunned that they aren't trying to capitalize right this second, but I think it goes back to what you mentioned, which is the family legacy aspect. And, and Clark Hunt doesn't want to be the individual that yeah. tears down Arrowhead basically. And I get it. Like I, I understand why he would have a hard time justifying that end and the fact that it is one of the most historic stadiums in the NFL. It's just weird because football has so few of those. Like baseball's got some historic stadiums. And it's the same like three or four that we all know. In the NFL, because I've told you before, just like in baseball, Arrowhead is technically a no man's land. It's not as old as the historic stadiums, but it's not it's not stuck in like the eighties or nineties where you're just like, well, that's a teardown. Let's just get rid of anything that was built during that time, which is what all these teams are doing. They're like no man, they're like no man's land from a stadium age perspective, and they want to continue its legacy. Again, I don't, I don't think that the FIFA stuff should be under undersold. Well, I do they already think got that that, money. Yeah, they already got money from the state. Remember, even on the Kansas, the, the, the state of Kansas is also contributing money Correct. on the World Cup because uh, uh-huh. it's a re, it's a it's a citywide regional investment in the World Cup. So yeah, they're they're the legislators in both Missouri and Kansas had to sign off and, and vote on measures to provide funding for those. That's so already like, been done. So yeah. if you already had funding pumped into your stadium and now there's this thing to like pump more money into the stadium, it gets hard to say, let's build new. If FIFA doesn't get chosen in Kansas city, I'm actually kind of partially convinced there would, they would just be talking about new arrowhead, not talking about the renovations, but that's again, it's a good thing when you get things in your city cold and it convinces sure. you to do things differently because the world cup is coming here in 2026 I'll be interested to see because obviously they're going to maintain. It's still going to look like Arrowhead, okay? Well, it's, yeah, you're renovating. Uh, you know, like, renovating, yeah, yeah. They're not. They're not. But you know how like Kaufman 
looked a little different after its big renovation in our lifetime. Gold, it looked well. It, that's didn't, it didn't feel this. It looked. It looked a little different. Well, that's because, as we all know, like they, the whole outfield, you couldn't walk. You know that they uh-huh. they added a they whole new to. outfield yeah. experience. So that's why it looks so much different. Um, you know, there, there's still limitations with what you can do when you're renovating a building. Uh, the age of Arrowhead and also, as you said, the dollar amount and the balance. If, you know, this is what's, <laughs> this is what's interesting. If we ever get the dollar amount, like how much public money is going in for the renovation wars family, because deep down, if they know that, Hey, this isn't our for, you know, this, this stadium this isn't our forever, forever home. home kind of thing. You're not trying to renovate the bathroom. Cause you're trying to buy a new place in a few years. And I wonder if yeah. deep down that's part of the, the, the thought process here, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You're right. I, I like renderings. I'm excited to see what it'll look like. And I'm sure the exterior will look even cooler than what they've done in the prior renovations. But um, overall, still still bummed, but we've known for months and months and months that they weren't going to build a brand new stadium, that they were going to just renovate. But yeah, just so you know. Tomorrow. Tuesday, or, uh, or, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, sorry. Wednesday, Wednesday 10 a.m. You'll get some updated um, updated ideas on what the Arrowhead renovation plan is. Okay. I'm excited. I like, I like when we get an update. Just inside, that'll be just outside of a month before the vote. The vote. Well, still plenty of time for Patrick Mahomes to appear in a commercial saying, this is, you know. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to have a problem passing. I'm not telling you it's going to win with a wide margin, but I, I will be stunned if it doesn't pass based off of having the two tied together, first and foremost, having the Chiefs and the Royals. They were separate, whole different conversation. Yeah. Yeah, very different. Helps. helps. I think it helps the Chiefs just not as much as it helps the Royals. It helps that they're together. I think it's always easier to get the money when you're asking as a group because it makes it seem like, you know, you're asking for less because, like, we're sharing it. We're sharing that money. But it definitely helps the Royals more than it helps the Chiefs. There's almost no doubt. Sorry, you were going to say something that Russell Wilson said that was Oh, yes, Russell Wilson. Because he's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, who likely is going to get cut here when the league year starts up based off of how that whole final couple weeks of the season went in Denver and salary guarantees. And so he's going to get an opportunity elsewhere. We can discuss where that opportunity could be, but he was on with Brandon Marshall, the I am athlete podcast discussing what he hopes his future uh, is in the NFL. I got more fire than ever, honestly, especially over the past two years of what I've gone through, whether it's in Denver or somewhere else, I I hope it's in Denver. You know, I hope I get to finish there. I, I, I committed there. I wanted to be there. You know, I want to be there for me. It's about winning. Over the next five years, I want to win two. I want to feel the chill of that trophy again. You know, I I love the city and everything else, but you know, you also want to be a place that that wants you too. So, the thing that I I I want to do is is, is win. That's all. That's all I care about. He wants to feel the chill of the trophy again, and he's going to win two in the next five years. (sighs) He's the corniest dude on the planet. (laughs) Dude, he is. Oh, man. Of course course he is. I mean, of of course he is. And he should be confident in himself. I'm not not saying any athlete should be like, yeah, I know I'm not going to win. I suck. Uh, And by the way, he didn't suck last year. He was definitely better. He sucked two years ago. I'll tell you that. I I think the question will be, what is he willing to do to start somewhere? There's some reports that could he actually be willing to take a – vet minimum deal which would allow him to start somewhere he's not winning another ring in his career though that's a long gone and that's not even a rust shot at russell wilson that's the reality of the afc right now if it's not going to be patch mahomes i can promise you it's not going to be russell wilson winning super bowls in the next five years like that that's i mean that, that's the way it's Is there a be. single other quarterback in the nfl you think has a better than Two percent shot of winning multiple Super Bowls in the next five years, other than Patrick Mahomes. I think no. Multiple? <laughs> More than two percent. 
Yeah, not multiple rings. No, no. because Mahomes, let's say over, He's the, next, stop you over the next times. five years, there's a very good chance he at least gets one more over the next five. So then you're trying to figure out four. And do I, do I think Joe Burrow's rattling off two in a row? Do I think Lamar Jackson's rattling off two in a row? Lamar hasn't even been to a Super Bowl. You know, Josh Allen hasn't even been to a Super Bowl. Burrow's been to one. Yeah. And he lost that one. He's supposed to win two? Like, who else would it even let's be? Let's go, let's ride, baby. Ooh. All that guy's winning CJ Stroud rings. becomes Peyton Manning. No, that guy. He won. He got his one. He did. He almost got his second. His, uh, his coach failed him. I've seen him since explain, and, like, I, it wasn't even that long ago. It was, like, a clip from, like, a year ago when he's, like, explaining again the decision for why he decided to pass there versus the look, and you're like, dude, just never bring it up. That is something you just never bring up ever again. The decision to pass, just, just never bring it up ever again. Because you had a running back who was near the top of the league at that time. You were a run-first, ground-and-pound, beat-up teams-on-defense team. And in the biggest moment, you decided to let someone try to squeeze in a slant pattern. You should have just ran it. But no, Russell Wilson's got no chance. He lives in a delusional world, doesn't he? I'm dead serious. I think there's maybe like a 50% chance that he's even a starter this year. Who the hell is he starting for? Half of the teams that you think England, are bad, New England. Washington's going to take a quarterback. Denver's cutting him. I, I think New England or Minnesota, if they don't bring back Kirk Cousins. But again, on neither of those teams are you winning a Super Bowl. Certainly not the Patriots. More likely on the Vikings end, but that's still small. Um, the Patriots, you know, could he be better? Can he get the Patriots to uh, you know an eight-win, nine-win season next year or something and, put, and be where he was with the Broncos fringe, you know, not out of it till the final two weeks? Yeah, I, I, I could see that. But right now they have no skill set uh, no, no skilled players, I should say, uh, in New England. Maybe they draft Marvin Harrison with the third pick and then sign Russell Wilson. I think that's a, I think that's a mistake. I think the Patriots should be drafting a rookie quarterback. But that would be my answer to your question. Even like, less likely if you know, like Peter King in his last, I think, or I don't know. Yeah, he's retiring. Since he's mm-hmm. retiring, he put up his Monday morning quarterback article today. He's still mentioning the possibility. I think the, there's still a shot that the Bears trade down. I think they're just doing that to field yeah. how Fields many is, can do it. Fields is getting and traded. then to just absolutely load up on the talent around him. If that's the case, that's even one less opening. Yeah, I think it's going to be there. Fields has to get traded, man. I just don't buy it. There's just I think Ryan Poles, I would like, you know, coming over from Kansas City a couple years ago, I I think he's smart enough to recognize you don't pass up an opportunity to draft a franchise quarterback twice for the guy that you're not even 100% sold on, Justin Fields. It's not as if they have Josh Allen here. They had a bat, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, they they have Justin Fields who Best case scenario at some point in his career, maybe is a top 10 quarterback, right? Is that fair yes. to say about Justin Fields? Best he, case scenario, one day we're saying, yeah. oh, yeah, People he's People were definitely- putting up his stats in his first couple of years versus Lamar Jackson's and outside of some other numbers that matter a lot, they're somewhat similar, right? Yardage, touchdowns, touchdown to interception, rushing yards, those things. But, uh, yeah, top 10, that's what we think about. And Lamar's a two-time MVP winner. I don't think his ceiling's that either. I mean, I, like, look at this from the Russell Wilson perspective. All right, uh, you are... Gold, you're the Minnesota Vikings. You tell me a quarterback that you would start after Russell Wilson. Kirk Cousins. Like, would you rather have Kirk Cousins or Russell Ooh, Kirk Wilson? Kirk Cousins, of okay. course. That's, a, that's a, uh, What a shot towards Kirk Cousins. My, uh, my no, guy. I'm, just, I'm asking before we get there. Justin yeah. Fields. You're the Minnesota Vikings. Your choice is either have Justin Fields on a trade or... On a, are they both on a sign, one-year deal? It's uh, it's Russell... Well, it's Justin Fields' current contract. It's Russell Wilson on a... Let's just call it a, a league average quarterback Justin contract. Fields. Okay. Um, 
let's say uh, Drake May. How about any of the young guys? Drake May, Jaden Daniels. Yes. Anybody after, all those are as long them. as the answer is not J.J. McCarthy. I, I think he's going to suck. But anyway. Um, okay, so once I get to J.J. McCarthy yeah. out of the draft guy, how about like Ryan Tannehill? Based on the amount of money you would expect him that's to That's where they're about the same. I'll take Ross. That's fine. Okay. But I mean, that's yeah. a lot of, like, how do you get a starting job when I would list like seven people? Like, how many quarterback openings are there? That's what I said, really, Maybe I seven think, to eight. I, and I'm, we're listing seven guys you'd rather start than Russell Wilson. Minnesota, New England, and Pittsburgh. Those are, me, to me, the only three landing spots for Russell Wilson to be a starter this year. Yeah, the he can go, go to the Jets and back up Aaron Rodgers and, and pray that Rodgers gets hurt or something and he gets to play. Like, that's it. I mean, that, that is... I'm not the, sure that's not Russ's best move in general. Well, Just <laughs> wait for someone to get hurt. Maybe. Maybe so. Jeez, um, this is a topic maybe we can do tomorrow, but, like, the percentages of quarterbacks who start the entire season for their team, they've recently done new studies on those since the Week 18 game. <laughs> Seems like it might be having an impact. <laughs> on quarterback's ability to get through an NFL season. So at least Russ has got that going for him. We can definitely get into that maybe more tomorrow. But Up next, we'll, no uh, we'll get to what's trending. One of the best things I saw on television in a while and what Charles Amenehue is saying about his future. In- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Kansas City. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. We just mentioned in the last segment, the Chiefs announcing they're going to host a press conference on Wednesday at 10 a.m. to present initial renderings for what a renovated Arrowhead Stadium would look like. Again, this requires the three-eighth cent sales tax extension to pass on April 2nd, but it'll be the first time where we actually see some sort of real plan from the Chiefs on what they plan to do uh, in a renovation with the taxpayer money. Um, Also, someone just pointed out to me on, on Twitter, like, we'll officially get to hear what the Chiefs plan is on the site of Kauffman Stadium. You know, we've all assumed, okay, they're going to tear down Kauffman. They're going to build something there. Well, what is that something? Do they have those answers for us? It's going to be weird if the initial rendering includes just a demolished Kauffman. (laughs) Yeah, their initial renderings for a reason. I mean, think about that. They're really not going to be – maybe they'll answer this Wednesday. When do you think the timeline is for the Chiefs? Because we know the World Cup, as you you highlighted, and then the Royals aren't leaving until after the 2027 season. So you can't really do anything there until 2028 anyway. Not effectively, no. You know, like... Um, not unless the Royals are going to go play it. No, that's not happening. The T-Bones. Yeah. Well, Monarchs now, but still like to call them the T-Bones. I don't think that's happening either. Next up on what's training, Andy Reid working on a new contract that, according to at least Tom Pelissar, now confirmed by multiple other reports that would make him the highest-paid coach in the NFL. Deservedly so, obviously. Gold and I both think, look, I don't think it's accidental Pelissar said working on a new contract, not working on a contract extension 
Andy Reid's got two years left on his deal. I think if he gets a new contract, it's coming with years, or at least the addition of one or two years. I'd be surprised if this doesn't mean Andy Reid's got some more years under his belt. Just so you know, if he signs a four-year deal, do not let Mike Florio convince you next year what happens if he retires. He's made it very clear based on the number of years he signed. He's planning on at least playing part of that contract. It won't stop some of the national media next year, playoff time, whether it's Super Bowl week or not. And like, oh, you know, could this be the last hurrah? Always it's stupid. It's going to happen the re- every year, the rest of his career. Next up on watch trading Royal spring training baseball today, two Oh five first pitch against the Cubs that will air over on our sister station. 1660 Seth Lugo gets his first start of spring. Also a little bit of news from Annie Rogers, uh, Hunter Renfro dealing with some lower back tightness. That's why he has not been in a spring training lineup yet. Next up on watch training, Adam Schefter reporting that the Raiders are going to attempt to sign free agent running back Josh Jacobs, but will not are not expected to tag him if they're unable to get a deal. Remember, they screwed up this whole deal with <laughs> Jacobs. They had him. Under contract, decided not to pay him, ended up paying him more. Then he had a great year and is now available free agency. His franchise tag would be $14 million. That's why they're not going to franchise tag him because of the the penalty for tagging someone two times in a row. They are going to try to work out a deal, but they will not franchise tag him if a deal isn't struck. Interesting to see just what the Raiders offseason is. We know they got a new head coach. and then I don't know. They don't have a quarterback. They got to kind of restart there, man. Devontae Adams, they try to trade, trade him. him. I like, would. That feels like a draft day or draft night trade if they were to do something on the Devontae Adams route. Maybe. Maybe. Next up on what's trending scouting combine is going on this week in Indianapolis. Marvin Harrison Jr., who will be the top drafted wide receiver, most believe, will not have an agent, will not test at the combine. Okay. Likely to not have a pro day, according to NFL Network. So he's doing things a little bit different. Uh, I think it's probably something we're going to see any of the guys that are projected to be top picks. Yeah do going forward uh i think it'll be pretty common what does he have to gain by working out at the combine uh, no. i mean it is it can only, it can only go bad it. it can only go bad yeah and like not even it, he would have to get hurt but like it can or only you go ran bad. like a slow 40 one time and people look like care just don't do it what's the point point? and then also caleb williams Jaden daniels will not throw at the combine they'll throw at a pro day yeah that's which that's be because that's board. been a trend for a while with now, doesn't mean it, like Drake May, someone else that's further down the board, maybe could he could be number two overall. We'll see. Drake May is going to throw. Saw Merrill Hodge today. You know why he's probably thrown? Because some of the projections have Jaden Daniels ahead of him now. Yeah. So the second somebody starts jumping in the list, you're like, hold on, I'll throw. Let me show the old arm talent uh, off before we get there. What I about Merrill Hodge? I saw a quote from Merrill he's Hodge. Still around? T- I know, that's what I was Not dead. I just meant like yeah. around. I haven't seen him cover any football in a while. I didn't mean dead. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean, though. <laughs> Merrill Hodge is still relevant. Anyway, uh, he did have some comments today. He said he would stay. He he's, would not draft Drake May at all. He doesn't think he's a first rounder. I just, again, I didn't even think he was covering sports anymore. Next up on Watch Trending, industry news, but still important industry news when you talk about the biggest names in the sport. Peter King announced today via his article and on social media. He is planning on retiring. So no more Peter King. That feels like a, that's like the big broadcaster. That's like the Bob Costasy of writing, right? Peter King is the single most well-known football writer in America. Does that seem fair to you? On the writing end, he is equivalent yes. of the major broadcasters. I think so. Yeah, I mean, 44 years covering one league and doing it at the level. I think the respect factor, it's pretty Man, Who's going to get to kick it with Andy Reid after these games? He was always getting the scoop well, on in, Andy. In, uh, in Peter King's column, he, he pointed out four or five other columns slash writers that he enjoys, kind of like 
passing the baton a little bit. You mentioned Albert Breer, who does that for SI. He's mentioned a friend, uh, not a friend of you, a friend of the show. So we've had on the show, Benjamin Solak from The Ringer. Uh, and, and he praised him. He said he's the, so the young, great. he said he's the, the next kid uh, to come up in the business. And then um, you mentioned Mike Florio. Um, and then oh, the third name, I apologize. They're sitting near each other. There was another name, and it's going to drive me crazy. Oh, Sando. Sando. Oh, Mike, Mike Sando. Sando. Yeah. All right. If I get a vote, if we're just like like <laughs> physically voting on passing the uh-huh. time to Peter King, I'd like to vote Benjamin Solak, please. Yeah. That's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Someone uh, on Twitter at JJ Ringer says uh, in response to uh, the tweet that I said about the renovation press conference said, simple Google tallest statue in the world. One billion dollar, 800 foot tall statue of Patrick Mahomes. No other renovations needed at Arrowhead. Just one. Just an 800. Like it's the Christ, the Redeemer, it's but gonna, it's just Patrick Mahomes just, holding his arms out with, above the city. It's just Mahomes over the entire stadium. It's just, it's just Mahomes, and then honestly, it, that would be the ha- funniest renovation and, plan they could announce. And, and that you'd be like, God, do I want to pay for this? Maybe kind of. And then it would just have, it would have also some spots that could be added. So you know, he would have the Lombardis that could be added, and up to ten. You know, so he he would already have three Ooh, of them empty holding three, but there would be some slots they could add on eventually, so he can hold five, six, seven, eight Lombardi trophies. It's just a Mount Rushmore, but it's only his face. That's right. For different Super Bowl eras, you get to carve in a new Mahomes face, like the most famous face he makes in the season, right? Whether it's tongue out <laughs> one in the playoff run, yeah, the MJ, the MJ tongue out, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter which one it is, just a different face for each title run. The or text line is like, you know, one, where he's on limping on one ankle, yeah, right, where he's fully healthy running, right. You just come up with the different styles of Mahomes that have. So won. you want a movable. Yeah, you, you want a, it's like you, Gumby. You want a statue that can be, you can hit a button, and it takes like an hour to get into a different formation, but uh-huh. uh, a different stance. So every hour, it can actually change to different things. That's what you're, that's what you're wanting? You that's, know, like when he plays the Bengals, it's that face he's making when he says, I'm here. I'm here! Just whichever version. Oh, and then it has a button they can push that. Yeah, it can say it, it can say, Burrowhead, my ass, or whatever. It can it can just have different, it can have different things. Yeah. The sound bites are actually Good not, luck. the sound bites aren't from Mahomes. They're actually just Travis Kelsey. They're just Travis Kelsey sound bites. That's how you can tie Kelsey. Exactly. Texan also wants to know whether or not from the eight one six. Hey, Gold, uh, talk me out of being a degenerate taking the Royals alt <laughs> minus one and a half at plus one thirty five. Are you out here betting on spring training games? I did on uh, la- the Gold, first no. one. Well, the first game. Oh, the first one. Yeah. Bet on any more sense? I have not. I have not. Spring training baseball, man. That is not something to be betting on. Just the fr- I do every year for the first game of the year. Oh, I, I see. Yeah. Like an honor. It's, it's every, every game. Baseball starting, one. I'm going to put a wager on it. Yeah, just the first game of the Did year. Did you win it? Uh, today, no, because the Royals lost. Um, oh, you just bet on the Royals to win. Got it. That was, you couldn't bet anything else. Just the total or the Royals win. There wasn't. You know, Drew Waters hit a home run. I couldn't bet on that. Someone says um, they're fine with it, but they need to be able to see it from Smithville. Look, the stadium. Oh, I think that'll be fine. The one we're describing, yeah. you're going to be able to see it from mm-hmm. across. I mean, again. Think about like the world's largest statues and just assume that it's like that size, just standing you, over Arrowhead. I know we've mentioned Union Station is kind of that iconic building. It could uh, be this giant. And everybody has said that Union, Sta- Union Station like is our version of the 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 arch in St. Louis. Well, actually, this Mahomes statue will be our version. You'll know you're in a city with champions, actually. A city where we actually win championships in the last decade or so. Well, he's making it hard for anybody uh, else to win. From a football stadium perspective. Actually, just last decade, this city's won a lot of championships. We're not even a full 10 years past the Royals St. Louis should be happy the Blues got him one. Otherwise, it'd be a long drought. The Blues got him one over there. I think that's what's made. Honest to God, I'm not even kidding. Because, like, it's good to enjoy your own things. And I know that, like, a therapist, my therapist might even tell me, maybe don't don't take pleasure in other people's defeat. 
In sports, can we make an exception for that? Because not only is it enjoyable to watch Kansas City have the sports success it has, it makes it sweeter knowing St. Louis isn't doing jack. The Yankees haven't won a World Series since the last, since before the last time the Royals did. It does make it sweeter. I enjoy the of agony of the pain of, of the course. others in this scenario. There are certain franchises and cities that you can – uh, enjoy seeing a win if your team's not or your city, and then there's some where you just you're, you never win again, please. The Cowboys, yeah, like that's fun. That's it's been fun. A really long time. Since the Yankees will always in the city of New yes, York. Any sport, like let's be like the Knicks, like the Knicks, the Yankees, any the Jets, like any of those franchises just suck forever. I do enjoy Boston their sports. Too. I do all Boston sports. Yeah, I, all, like also if your fan base is just a holes, I'm gonna root for you to lose forever. Philadelphia. Um, so yeah, and Philly's won recently, but um, if I didn't one, mind the Phillies. If, they didn't bother me. You know, they were a likable team, right? Yeah. That's that's what yeah. like they were fun. Their, their Bryce Harper's fun. Yeah. He's like he's Mr. America. It felt like I was okay with yeah. them. Maybe, but there's definitely done. some fan bases you're like, no, nah, screw you. Yankees at the top of the Yankees, list. Yankees, uh, Cardinals yeah. fans, because they're always talking about stupid World Series titles from like 1901. It's like it wasn't even a league. They were playing like linen napkins for uniforms. I'm like, I don't care about those championships. Well, those linen napkins might be better than what we got going on in baseball right now, man. No kidding. They, do you think you can see through the linen napkins as much? Some of the photos that people are sharing out of those, y'all need to, you need Jesus or something. You need some, <laughs> you need some like, Get some help. Stop sharing these photos for the rest of us to see. There's there's a weird, like, so Twitter's full of bots right now. It's been this way for a couple months. Specifically, it's gotten bad. There's way too much. So those, those aren't leaks. Those are just, those are just photos that are of the uniforms yeah. being see-through. There's way too much stuff getting leaked out on X from athletes and from celebrities and stuff that we just don't need to see. I don't need people leaking. You you mentioned the Drake thing a week oh, or yeah. two ago. What, did you go digging for that? I no, I could not find <laughs> it uh, right there on the timeline. Uh, the other one that happened, fortunately, I did not see last night. I guess Sauce Gardner had something leaked last night. Somebody hacked his Snapchat from way back when and started, oh, no. uh, yeah, posting some I things. That one. Uh-oh. That also was out there. Y'all got to stop taking video of yourself naked. Well, I'm that's another it. solution. I'm just gonna say it. If you don't want that out there, wait a victim blame. Don't avoid. <laughs> well, don't I'm not doing also, that. Don't save it that's on true. your. Don't save it in your Snapchat memories. Don't save it in your Snapchat. Oh, that's not your favorite Snapchat memory. It's like, it's like, what are you? That it sounds like based on Sauce Gardner. For those who don't know, he's a quarterback uh, for the Jets. Someone hacked his Snapchat. But and those accessed, were stuck in his memories. Access uh, to see, he said some of these photos that were leaking out were from when he was in like high school or something. Like they're they're not new photos or he whatever. Wilding out in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I barely had a cell phone in high school. Maybe things had been different if they'd given me. Well, County, it's only everybody. I, High school's a time for not thinking. Cody, there's eight, there's eight, year, nine year old kids with Apple watches and phones. You know what I mean? It's it's different. My it's kid asked different. for a phone every once. I'm like, it's never gonna happen. She's seven. I, like, I do I want a phone. I'm like, a, no chance. Whether it's the actual Apple Watch or not, I do know a very popular thing right now. Even if your kid's like eight or nine, it, people are getting the getting like whether it's the Apple Watch or some other watch though from a emergency perspective. Like, at can my, I just like air tag them or something? My uh, my nephew, one of my nephews, Mojack, a lot of people at his school, and so he ended up getting one because a lot of the kids have. It, now it's just for emergency calls. You can add like you know your parents and basically nine one one, and it's got like a tracking thing. And now that their kids starting to do more activities, even at a younger age and stuff, and yeah. so be able to to access. I know. I thought it was. I said. I said. I said what nine? But it's it's something people are doing. I don't want to give my kid a phone or an Apple Watch at nine. But it's yeah, it's happening. That sounds terrible. 
Speaking of wagering and this person's <laughs> decision, you know what? Do oh. it, man. Bet on the Royals alt line. You only there live was, once, sir. Go ahead. It had been a while since I watched SNL anyway. And usually now I just watch when there's the clips yeah, come the out. Yeah, the clips that right? come out on social. This sure. was one of the best SNL moments in a while. And I obviously really appreciate it because it had to do with sports betting. But in general, you have to applaud the work done on this. This was yes. a, uh, a skit from uh, Saturday night, SNL. Rock Bottom Kings gambling site. Uh, let me just play you this. The thrill of victory. The satisfaction of placing a bet and watching it hit big. The exhilaration of an upset only you saw color. With betting apps right on your phone, it's easier than ever to turn your passion for sports into cold, hard cash. And with so many games to bet on, you almost can't lose. But there's a dark side as well. We all know a friend who struggles with online gambling. A friend who's on the verge of losing everything. His house, his family, his entire life. And now you can bet on exactly how he'll lose it all. With Rock Bottom Kings. It's the only app that lets you take prop bets about how your degenerate gambler friend is finally going to hit rock bottom. Will it be goes double or nothing on a random WNBA game? Or bets his child's college fund on the coin toss? And when your friend is desperate for cash, you can bet on what his lowest moments will be. Will he take out a life insurance policy on his own mother? Will he set up a fake GoFundMe that says he has leukemia? And what will he sell first? His PS5 or his kidney? And you can build a parlay about everything that could happen to him. Divorce, Mary's rich old widow, arrested for elder fraud, and fakes his own death, but is immediately caught when he uses an app to gamble. With Rock Bottom Kings, you'll feel like you're in the game. The game of your friend versus his horrible demons. But again, addiction is a real problem. And we take it very seriously. That's why all these gambling ads are full of cash, gold, fireworks, and flames exploding everywhere. Because you're not a loser. Your friend is. They say the house always wins. Well, now you're the house, and your friend is probably going to lose his. Does it seem a little cruel to bet on your friend's devastating addiction? Sure, but it's also hilarious. So however your friend bottoms out, make sure you cash out at Rock Bottom Kings. Download Rock Bottom Kings today, because gambling is serious. Seriously awesome. Rock Bottom Kings. He's the one with the problem. So that was on SNL, one of their... Woo! It's great work there. Rock bottom Kings. So many games you almost can't lose. <laughs> Does it make Fantastic. you feel? I mean, there's some, there's some like, well, that's funny. why it's funny. That's oh, usually yeah, how yeah, this yeah. works. Like, oh, God, how, yeah. how, how, how it uh, just goes work. Usually there's some truth with the that. chasing part of it is really what it comes um, down to. Like they're not the losers. They, you're not the loser. They are. You can, you, <laughs> the, you only can win, but the, 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 you can bet on how your friend will actually, you know, what, how, what, uh, will your friend sell his kitten or uh, what was the other example they gave? I don't remember um, the other one, but we, uh, what will he sell first? He'll sell his kidney or a PS five. Yeah. Kitty right. or kitten. Anyway, oh, same thing right. applies. Same. Yeah. Kidney or a PS five. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, that was my favorite. It's been dude, it was my favorite in a while. I uh, so I only saw that skit. And maybe one other. I guess everyone oh, was saying that the there's the, the entire episode was very good. It, it was. Uh, I guess one of the NBC affiliates in Wisconsin didn't air <laughs> SNL because they didn't like the Green Bay. There's a segment about Green Bay Packers and toys. Really? <laughs> so you're choosing not I to air that, it based I on that? I saw that that clip as well. Someone on the text line brings up the Packer toys. That one, there was some controversy around. I, I have no idea why they didn't air it in uh, in Wisconsin. But I'm looking at a new angle of the court storming that took place. Oh, Filipowski? Uh-huh. And it's like from the vertical angle, so you really get a good sense of it. You can see, and I think this this 
Look, this tweet is not inaccurate, but it's also just ignoring one major component. It said, hey, you can see where he was injured and where a fan kind of taunts him a little bit after he got hurt a little bit. And taunts him a little bit. He just says something to his face, which I assume any college oh, player say. I'm watching it as well right now. The angle also clearly shows him intentionally throwing. Like, he throws a bow at a guy before the guy had even made contact with him. Yeah, I mean, it's I, a court stormy, man. Just get the players out of the way, and none of this matters. Yeah, so it's an interesting angle. I mean, I, I clearly he's trying to get off the court because he's in a terrible spot here because the, the fans are already yeah. rushed. The the quick reaction to ban court st- storming is ridiculous. We mentioned this earlier in the show, and I, I a lot of the headlines because it is a Duke player, right? And, and, and so yeah. that is obvious. But also, ninety percent of these schools, man, have figured out a plan to where court storming can they just still get be, off to the side. Can, can still be safe. They have mastered uh, a lot of universities. Uh, the have you know you have the rope o- along the the scores table. You have ten or fifteen security guards that aren't worried about stopping the kids because you're not from running on the court. You're worried about protecting and making sure the kids don't get toward the players. And in this spot, it wasn't a last second buzzer beater shot. You had some time to figure this out. I blame John Curry, who is the athletic director at Wake Forest. He had if, a chance to learn from if, this in previous times. If you Google John Curry court storm, you'll notice there's the same quote he almost gave back in February of 2015 when he was the AD at K State. So it's clearly just not been a priority for John Curry safety of, of events like this. Most schools and K State has solved some of their problems. Missouri has as well. Like some of these other schools have figured out how to have a safe environment yep. uh, by protecting the players. So we don't need to you know ban court storming. It's an overreaction. Uh, put the blame on Wake Forest and their crappy security measures. That's what this comes down to. Also, never just just a general rule of thumb. Do not change uh, a rule in a sport because one thing happened once. Okay? You know how many court storming? No, in fairness, been? you would admit it's not the first time there's been an incident in court. Like, as much as I'm saying don't ban it, let's not think this was the first no, time we've ever hurt. Yeah, but there's been other incidents over the last Fine. 15 years. It's a very but small percentage. But they have, to me, they have improved. The, they have figured out most of the schools yes, how, how to, to protect the players. Yeah. And, and this was just, to me, bad on, I mean, Filipowski, there's, some people will completely disagree with this. I, I think there's some on him here. What I mean by that is, it's not a last second shot. You know that you're Duke. You know you're about to, it, it was not. You chose Duke for a reason. You well, know, I'm just saying like five programs that get him, stormed on all the time. If you're him, it was, now the court storm happened in about a half yeah. second. It was quick. Yeah, but it was. Overall, the Caitlin Clark thing a couple weeks ago as well, got ran into um, I, I don't have an issue with court storming. I, I stormed a field when I went to college at KU on a football, obviously football field, not basketball. Um, and college kids should be able to have fun. Um, security measures have to be in place. They drop the ball. That's what happened. But there's a way that, but that's your point. It's like most people have figured this out just because Curry has decided not to does not make it everyone's thing. And I'm still convinced because this did just happen with Caitlin Clark, who is arguably the biggest star in all of college basketball, men or women's right now. And there wasn't nearly as big of a deal made about it. It's because this is one of the five programs on the planet where somebody would raise a stink because it happened and it happened to be Duke. If this were the other way around and it had happened to okay, Houston, that's that was a top team in the country at some point. Somebody had stirred the court against Houston and this happened. We wouldn't even be talking about it.
Yeah, Phil Powski after the game said it was intentional as well. That's what I run me the wrong way. No, it's a bunch of young running. college kids running full speed ahead. They they didn't. I mean, anybody could have been standing there. It's unfortunate that it yes. happened. Glad to hear that it's just a sprained ankle, but. We don't. Jay Billis today suggesting that they need to arrest and give out citations to kids. Thanks to Q filling in for don't Drew. Full show back at it tomorrow. The drive with C dot coming up next. You're listening to Cody and Gold. Don't miss the. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.